Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Sometimes he's just looking at his phone instead of the path in front of him. Mark was on his phone on social media a lot. It drove me nuts. And I've been thinking about this a lot. Social media to me is a filter that adds negativity. It is immature to post selfies with filters and like screenshots. So like, is he doing that? Yeah. And I know a lot of times you kind of doomsday things too. Like, oh, it's a lot. She's a lot. It's negative. And I think... Are you saying he posts that? Well, he sends messages like that, yeah. And I'm like, you may think it's nothing, but there's receipts everywhere in the world today. So what you say about me, there will never, I will never not know. Let's just be very clear about that. Whatever you say about me on social media will 100% end up in my hands. And I think that that's something you need to consider going forward. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, Married at First Sight, Boston edition. You guys, we've made it. We're finally at decision day and join with me, the one, the only, my sister, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hi, Kara. How are you so doing? Since the last time I was on here, it was a birthday edition and today's another birthday edition. Today's another birthday edition. Yeah, we got to start out representing or, or you know, uh, saying hello and happy birthday to our queen, Sarah. Happy, happy birthday. birthday, mom. <laughs> It'll be belated by the time you hear this, but, you know, the love is just the same. We love right. you so much. Yep, we do. We do have a cool yeah. mom, though, seriously. <laughs> she's, she's really like a cool mom, you guys. We're really, really so blessed to have a woman in our life who is like 
really she's like a bad bitch and also she's very corny and i appreciate that equal parts really she's gonna be mad true. No, I- <laughs> but we love you mom we really do that's it yeah okay um so how are you feeling now that we're finally done with married at first sight boston I'm, I'm like, these people have to be getting paid. That's the only reason why they said, everybody said yes. There's no way. You're just like, we're just spoiling it right off the bat. (laughs) Well, I thought that's what this was about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? It was spoiled for me before I saw it. I saw a tweet that revealed the results and I was like, okay, well, I guess there's no point in me watching. So um yeah yeah everybody said yes you guys let's just we just got to get into it i guess right because the the i just feel like i'm like they're getting are they have to be getting paid because there's there's just no way well yeah of course they're getting paid girl <laughs> we know they're getting I mean, paid. like paid to continue on or whatever it is that they're doing because it just doesn't make sense all right. Well, I also I appreciate you having you here because this would have been like a three minute episode had you not been here. And I think it's only going to be maybe 15. <laughs> right. don't know what it is that we're going to talk about. So right. let's start, uh, Jasmina and Michael. I mean, this episode is such a filler. Like there's so much stuff that you can fast forward right through, like right. to go through the relationship and what we've seen and the highs and the lows. Like, I remember all of this. I don't need to see it again. Right. We don't need a a recap. No, not at all. Um, So Jasmina and Michael go up first. Uh, You know, it's the usual, it's the same formula. They, we see them getting ready. They're doing these voiceovers, talking about how they feel about their partners, what they like, what they're hesitant about, you know, slow motion montages of Jasmina putting on her 1991 necklace. And, you know, it's boring, 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 boring. Do you want to talk about the fashion? They always um, have them playing with their rings like they're so, so confused about what it is they're doing. Like, like the ring is actively burning their skin. Like, ooh, I just got to keep it from touching the skin. It's too hot. Like, every season, you have them flipping, taking their rings on and off or twisting it around. Right. Every season. <laughs> Putting them in their palm and gazing at it. It's mm-hmm. all nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's just lame. Do you want to talk about the fashions? Cause I, th- I like... Consistently, Jasmina, I think, has been the best dressed cast member that I can think of in a long time. I liked her dress last night. It was definitely pretty. But I think the guys actually came through. I'm like, somebody dressed them because I can't see them coming up with that on their own. <laughs> but <laughs> Michael, Michael looked good. Michael looked good. Really good. I liked his, I liked the color of his suit. It's, mm-hmm. It was tapered well. Um, yeah, he looked really, really nice. Really it was also a little edgy. By him going with that mauve color. Yeah, yeah. And I he think he looked cute. Like I've I've never really been very attractive to Michael. Yeah. Last night I thought he looked really nice. Everything on him looked great. He has kind of a baby face, which I'm not into. Um, 
but yeah, I thought he really looked really nice, and he looked nice for both occasions. Like he looked good. Like oh, this is my man. Like if I said yes, and I was like oh, this is my man in his nice suit, and if he got dumped, and it's like oh, look at this nice single black man. This nice little right. chocolate. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, but I just wonder, like, if he picked, if he, I don't think he had that suit. I think somebody <laughs> helped him with that. I don't know. I could be wrong. But he looked yeah, nice. I mean, they probably got their suits provided from the same place they got their tuxes. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I guess that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, what style of dress that Jasmina wear? I don't know what to call that, but you know what I mean? It's like, she usually wears, it's kind of like a cowl. Like a drop. Um, I don't know what I you call she, that. It, it really suits I, her. Yeah, but that seems to be all she wears. <laughs> and like <laughs> I said the last time, she's very thin, and you know, I mean, she has the body for that those types of dresses, so that's what she wears. Right, but I like her style more than I like Katina because Katina keeps trying to make the same. She and dress work, and it's not <laughs> over for me. Oh, they call them slip dresses. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, slip dress. It really suits her frame. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. Um, so you know, Michael says that Jasmina is like intelligent and the epitome of a strong black woman, and Jasmina says Michael's loyal and humble and kind and has a heart of gold. And but like you know it's just kind of the same old thing that they've been talking about for the past month or more now that they like each other they're just not well they're just like friend zone at this point mm-hmm. um, i think it's interesting like are we sure that it's michael simply waiting for jasmina or do we think that in some way he kind of feels like oh this is just like my girl too my homegirl. I think because she's said multiple times that she wasn't attracted to him, that if he feels uncomfortable doing anything, which is why that whole <laughs> booty hand touch thing that he claims he was sleeping, um, <laughs> you know, it was such a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal. That's your wife. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. But, but- he had to pretend like he was asleep. Oh, so you don't think that he was actually asleep during booty gate? <laughs> he knew who he, she was in the bed with him. He knew. Subconsciously, he knew. Yeah. He was feeling on that booty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Jasmina says, like, they're not even kissing at this point. Um, but, like, things are good, but they're just not physical. And... She says, you know, like, if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. I'm somebody who goes off of, like, emotions and stuff like that. And, you know, like, then she mentioned that if she was honest, there were two times during the experiment that she would have said that she wanted a divorce. What did you think about that? Um, well, it's probably at the beginning when he was tripping all the time. Yeah. So that's probably what she's referring to. Right. Yeah, that's figured because that seemed like they were doing pretty well once he finally stopped acting out they were doing okay but my thing is did he act out so much that you in the two minutes that you knew him that you went from completely being open to I'm not attracted to him at all or were you just not attracted to him from the beginning and he acted out and it just didn't you couldn't bring 
you know, get, it just never was there in the begin from the beginning. I don't know. That's what she didn't I mean, say. That's yeah. I saw the preview for the reunion where she described their fights as nasty. They so were. she said she said he was yelling and stuff at her. Yeah. So I I mean I'm hoping that we hear more about that. I mean I trust Kevin to ask the real questions at the reunion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's what we get. Um but yeah, I mean, I have always trusted her because I, I see a lot of myself in Jasmina in how she, like her boundaries and what it is that she like accepts and like also how she reacts to that. Like, I'm somebody who like, I got to work through my feeling. Like if you're making, if you're getting me to the point where I feel some type of way, we're going to have to transition out of that <laughs> and like really yeah. work like I don't I'm not somebody who I don't anger easily and I don't get upset easily but when I am it's like that's real and like I need to like work my feelings out um so I feel Jasmina on that and I feel like that's where a lot of people maybe don't like her or see her point but I always have yeah I don't understand why people don't like her that just I think he was acting out he was acting bad he was having bad behavior yeah, I think it's just optics. Like, we didn't see him being nasty to her, but we saw her reacting and not wanting to give up on this fight. And so she ends up looking like a bitch. I don't think that's fair, though. because I don't think it's either. it is either. It was very clear that he was, he was doing stuff and saying, speaking to her off camera. That wasn't yeah. acceptable. And nobody should, nobody should see a problem with that. I agree, but I think people just work off of what they see right in front of them, and what they saw was this woman who was, like, not willing to give him another chance. Mm. Yeah. um, I think people may have, like, turned around once she was like, you know what, I'm gonna give this up. I do think that, like, people turned on her a little bit, in a good way. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I've always liked her. I like her. Yeah. I I just... I just don't know if they're going to be able to get out of the friend zone. And that's not a marriage. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They do genuinely seem to like each other though, which they is nice. like, dang, that's, that's sad. Cause they're like, y'all, they, I think like each other on a friendship level, right. Know each other more than anybody else on the cast. Yeah. That's what Lindsay pointed out. She's like, if anybody, then she said, other than me and Mark, which is laughable, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> We'll make it be those two. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody can see that they get along. They once they got over that hump, which wasn't you know too bad. They got they went they had great times. So I think he needs to just give her like a peck. Now don't tongue her down. But he didn't even do that. So right. Well, that gets us right into to Booty Gate because she was like, you know, he did. I did wake up and he had his hand on, you know, cupping the underside of my buttock, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) she she didn't seem to have a reaction. Like you said, Michael was very insistent that he was asleep, that this was not an intentional thing. I believe him. You Uh don't seem to. No, Uh, but. He, yeah, I mean, they just said it like it, she said, like she wasn't turned off by it, basically, but she wasn't necessarily turned on by it either. Um, and the, so, Pastor Cal's like, I really want to get down to whether or not, like, 
that was okay. Mm-hmm. Is it okay that he touched your booty? And then Dr. Pepper's like, yeah, we're all on the booty train. <laughs> all right. of us are on the booty train. We want to find out what happened. Right. Um, choo-choo, right? And so then we get to the decision. And Jasmine is like, you know, I well, just... she never answered the question, by the way. She didn't. She didn't. He said he knows, if he, he knows if he knows if if he was right or wrong, you know, if that was a problem or not. Well, was it? Cause he didn't seem to know. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it was, but she doesn't think it was either, but she could have just said that. She could have just said it. Just like give him just a little, you know, just give him. Yeah. Right. Um, so it gets to this, the decision and Jasmina says, she just doesn't know Michael enough, but she wants to. And that's why she wants to stay married. And then Michael says that he went into this giving it 100%. He feels like they both really tried hard, but there is one big elephant in the room with them. And he's really terrified about the prospect of them continuing on and being on the same track, right? Uh, He says yes, too. So (laughs) there we go. I mean, they both said yes. And... They were both like, seem to be in agreement that if they got away from the cameras and once the show was over, they would be able to really reassess their relationship. I, I don't really get that for them. I don't. Well, I don't want somebody to stay married to me just because they ran out of time. Like, <laughs> right. That's not a, that would have kind of been like, mm, that's the only reason. Just because mm-hmm. you, because you feel like you don't know me enough and you can't really make a decision, but you're not ma- staying married because you want to be married to me. You're staying married it, to me because I'm still on on in test mode. Well, Jasmina did say later when they all got together, like mm-hmm. I felt like unless I saw this through after the experiment that I wouldn't be giving it my a hundred percent. And I never want to end a relationship unless I know that I gave a hundred percent into it. So yeah. 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 I mean, but that would have been better to say. <laughs> and I ran out of time. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't giving romantic at all. They didn't kiss. I don't even know if they hugged they when they didn't. got the champagne. She hugged Pastor Cal more than she hugged him. <laughs> I'm like, can you at least give her a peck on the cheek? That I mean, that you got to start somewhere. 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 Yeah. That would have been fine, right? I'm yeah. I'm pushing on her booty, so. <laughs> yeah, I think I deserve at least a little kiss. A little one. Um, so give me your thoughts. What were your, what was your like initial impression of them as a couple? And how are you feeling now? Well, my initial impression was that she's absolutely gorgeous, and he is—he was just I. <laughs> but you know, you don't always date based on looks. But he's also short or shorter than her too. So I was like, damn, he got two over two. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but he does seem like a cool guy, and he—they seem like they really got along. So my final impression was that they will really seem like great friends I really hope like you said it would be a shame if they can't get over that physical hump um because it does seem like they really like each other as people and that's important I think it's a really great foundation they have a better foundation honestly than anybody else they do because they weren't once they got over that hump they didn't have any they learned how to communicate and they moved forward 
Mm-hmm. And it's really important for me anyway, as somebody who like, I find a sense of humor very important. Like to have that rapport where you guys can like just laugh and y'all mm-hmm. get it. And like, they're making jokes about the other couples later and they're both on mm-hmm. the same page. Like that's really important to me. Yeah. It's fun. That's, that's, it's, you gotta have fun. You have to, you have to. Um, so let's move on to uh, the opposite of fun. Katina and Elijah Wan. <laughs> they are so- like this is this show gonna be real fast for me because those are the only two I wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh, and also, were you surprised that they both said yes? Jasmine yeah. and Mike. Um, because I thought I thought maybe he would and she would. Well, actually, I wasn't quite sure. No, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I because mom made us do predictions. I don't know if she. Uh, forced you like she did me um but she uh i told her that i thought jasmina would say yes and michael would say no oh i did the opposite i thought um jasmina would say no and michael would say yes Mm. interesting um okay so what did you think what were your initial uh impressions of katina and elijah mon and what did you think what was your prediction for their decision um, my initial impression of Katina and Elijah Wan is, was that they make a great couple until he opened his mouth. And mm-hmm. the last, uh, I'm not surprised that they both said yes. I'm not. Yeah. But again, my prediction was, I think I predicted him yes and her no. Okay, and I think I was maybe the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think? Because I'm trying to remember. Because I feel like out of the three of us, and by that I mean me, you, and mom, mm-hmm. that I was the first one who was turned off by him when they were on their honeymoon and doing the horse riding thing, and yeah. he kept her even though she didn't want to. Where were you on that? Did you think that was that like your first red flag for him, or were you giving him a pass? I it, I I gave him a pat. I gave him a little bit more time than everybody else did. What was the moment for you where you were like, okay, I'm done? Um, was it the cookie? I'm trying to think when it was. You know. I don't remember exactly when it was. It definitely was after the phone app gate. <laughs> oh, it was after? I was still the... riding with him at that point. You were um, still riding with him all that time. Kelly. <laughs> oh, I didn't, yeah. I, oh, my I, I didn't oh. like how he confronted her in front of everybody. I didn't like right. that at all. Right. But, you know, they were still working it out, but something happened after that. I was like, okay. Ooh, just, you held on a lot. I think it was at the, I think it was at the, um, at the retreat, but I don't remember what he did. You held on to him all the, how did we not talk about this? <laughs> we did. All the way from the retreat. <laughs> I was telling you that I felt like, I'm not saying he's right. But when he was saying he wanted someone that was ready, 
and he felt like they gave him someone that wasn't fully all the way where she should be in life because he said he had gotten his degree he had get you know he has a house he he um you know he's ready to he saved up money he's financially stable and he's ready to do all those things and she's not and so in that way they're not a match because he wanted somebody that kind of was where he was and she's not and well, i don't think he's wrong for thinking that because that's what he asked for that's one thing for not wanting somebody who's still in school, but I think that is like the only thing that I could possibly give him. And even <laughs> then, his behavior and his treatment of her during that, I'm like, you're blowing my mind that you still hold on to him. That his behavior was wrong and his execution was wrong. Um, I don't think it's wrong to be like, dang, I don't, I didn't really want to be married with somebody who still got years of school left, but it's mm -hmm. also what was he bringing to the table outside of that? Because, okay, cool. You got yourself a little place in South Boston or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's cute. You want to travel, but you're mm -hmm. obviously not well-traveled because right. again, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. And thinking that he's correct. And, um, Salmon and, mm -hmm. To me, he was no more prepared to be married than she was. And I don't, I don't think at any point did he really have a point in what he was bringing to the table. Okay, so you want to travel? That's not husband material. You have a house? Cool. That's not husband material. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he, he said he wanted someone that was already knew how to take care of a home and he's doing that because he's maintaining a home but so, so she because she's alive i mean clearly she's able to keep herself alive and well maintained so she lived she managed to live a whole life before him by herself so well, you know, nobody's saying she can't take care of herself well he was he was basically he was. put. <laughs> he, he said that he did not know if she like had a full mental capability of an adult. Kelly, do you remember that? Um, I don't know. I don't remember him saying exactly that, but he just said well, he said something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's bad. what. What line? What <laughs> line? Okay. Which line, Kelly? <laughs> you know what? I I don't like his method but i do like i don't mind him pushing her to being more wife material i guess because no hmm? but like what is wife material isn't that subjective well, yeah and in his mind like the cooking the cleaning um being more fiscally responsible all of that kind of stuff and I said this the last time is going to make her better for her next relationship because I don't I don't I don't think that they're going to be together long. I don't. They don't need to be. They don't need but, to be. But I do think that she's going to take some of the stuff that he said honestly, like the okay, I do need to get in here and cook, and I do need to clean, and I do need to, you know, not live the twenty year old life and live the thirty year old life. I do she's going to take some of those things into her next relationship and those would have come from him 
maybe, but those are also things that probably could have just come with time for her. I don't know if she needed to like be in that relationship to learn those lessons. I don't know. Um, Not with him. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Elijah Wan, well, Katina did bring up something in her, in before they sat down about how like basically Elijah Wan keeps moving the goalposts with her and oh, actually Dr. Viviana said that. That he keeps moving and that eventually she'll probably, Katina will probably get sick of that, like constantly having to live up to him. And so, in terms of looks, I thought Elijah Wan looked goofy. Um, I thought his suit was goofy. I didn't like the color for him. (laughs) I didn't like that cross shape to the side of his head. And I didn't like that he put shoe polish in his head because once he got up under those tv lights i'm like sir i i'm seeing what's happening here and that's not natural <laughs> well, he so some of that with michael <laughs> michael missing some hair in the back too <laughs> uh, oh but no i didn't like his suit was too much it was it was like three pieces and i, I don't really even remember what she had on so i guess i didn't care for that either uh, you know it was another tiny titty dress (laughs) same dress that she always wears um (laughs) so he he looked like um patty melt which is why it was upsetting me chris from last season Mm, i don't like fake fake christian you know yeah i don't remember what chris had on but i do remember that well you know chris always looked like he was going to a men's brunch you know, like a, a, men's, a men's empowerment brunch. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it was too much. Whatever it was, it was that. It was it was that three pieces was three too many. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, Katina was talking about the good times and and the gondola ride, and then they she, both he, talk- her saying it wrong. She, I know. And then he's like, "Oh, I can't even believe I'm saying that right." And Dr. Pepper and Dr. Brown <laughs> are looking at him like. It's not even worth our time to correct you. Right. <laughs> Keep it moving. <laughs> um, so then he said, what is it that really? Oh, they started talking about whether or not they've had sex or been intimate yet. Mm-hmm. And then he said something weird about how, you know, it was the best thing for him because, um, and this is like, I fully disagreed with Pastor Cal when he was like co-signing this. But he basically said like, I know that if I get physical or bring in the physical aspect into a relationship that I'm never yeah. going to get to know the girl. And I'm like, yeah. okay, well, that's really something that you need to look at. And that's not like, I'm not going to give you a pat on the back because you chose not to have sex with her. Like, to me, that's immature. If you know that you don't care about a person once you've had mm-hmm. sex with them that's something that you need to look at mm, well yes kelly <laughs> well i don't know because because they only knew each other for eight weeks so if you come out the gate having sex with someone after a week or two of knowing them i think what he was saying is that's going to be in the forefront of my mind and i'm not going to get to know you in any other way and now if he'd said that you know, after three months or four months of dating, then I might feel differently. But coming out the gate, just having sex right away, it does kind of, he's saying it could have clouded my judge, my my judgment or my thought process on getting to know her. And well, I, 
there needed clouds because the clear skies weren't helping either. <laughs> but now that he got some, maybe he is bored. Maybe he can lay, lay off a little bit. <laughs> maybe. I just did. I don't like the... Just because you're able to admit something doesn't necessarily mean that we need to like uh, pat you on the back and congratulate you for being able to state that you have some sort of like bad characteristic. I don't know. I didn't like that, but I also don't like him. So (laughs) he said some weird shit about how like, you know, I know that she still like wants it or whatever. So, you know, like he made her sound like some pervert watching him in the shower so he oh, could yeah. give her a little bit of what she needs. Like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, yeah, he said that. That was, it, it didn't bother me at all. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> what, you, what, 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 what did you think was gonna, you were going to feel? Right. Now I, now, I didn't like when he said she made something that wasn't edible. And... Right, you you know, I cooked or whatever. He's like, yeah, but it wasn't edible at all. And I'm like, well, dang, you know, like, and that goes back to what Dr. Viviana said: is like, you keep moving the goalposts. Okay, you want me to cook, but now it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. And somehow that is a slight on her as a person, Mm -hmm. which is whack. Yeah, I wonder if like her family will see how he treated her on the show and talked to her in private. Do you remember on the wedding he spoke to her bridesmaids and there was one that was like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) (laughs) Mm mm-mm. They were saying, I think it was the guy. He was like, he's talking and not saying all that. Oh, that's right. There was, she did have a guy friend that wasn't, but there were some bridesmaids that didn't like him either. Yeah, they were all there. But the guy was the one that was like, yeah, he he's doing a lot of talking in circles and he's not saying anything. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, that is a great point. Like, Kevin, uh, I hope he asked, like, what did your friend? Because we did see them, like, not really ride for him at all. Mm-hmm. And I wish we had leaned more into that. I wish we had seen more of that because I felt like we saw very little of Katina's side of things. Mm-hmm. Especially for her a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I felt like even when we saw them meet up with the experts, I don't feel like they often really asked Katina how she feels. They just went off of what Elijah Wan said. It was almost Mm -hmm. like she didn't need to be there at times. Right. He did speak for her. Like, yeah, this is how you feel, right? Right. And those bags under her eyes just got deeper and deeper. Bigger, bigger. It did. That's true. Birkins under those eyes at this point. Um, so yeah, what happens after that? Uh he said the stupid shit about how he's not capable of getting to know a woman when he has sex with her. Um and then Katina's like, you know what, we might not be able to do the two times a month travel thing, but you know, it's not really that big of a deal. Also, I don't have like a hard timeline set for the kids. Like, if they come in two years, great. If not, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that was basically it. Basically, she's giving up everything 
and uh, you know, forming into what he wants. So congratulations, they both said yes. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll I'll be interested to see if they're still together and if she, you know, still listens to him and buys into his stuff now that they've been intimate, now that they've been living together. Oh, we didn't talk about well, no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna mention he said some stuff about his dad, but Oh yeah. What is his dad not living? I guess not. He said that he felt like his dad picked his wife and then he was like, you guys don't know this, but it's actually my dad's birthday decision day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really see the connection, but you know, I I'm not going to take it away from him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't, I was like, you really pulled that one out as deep as you could. <laughs> he worked hard. I mean, it's not like I don't if if his because I couldn't understand if his dad was living or not. I don't. I guess he's not. But we never I saw his parents really. Yeah, but I don't. I don't remember. We always saw him with that. Thinking, oh, this uh, that was such a touching moment. I mean, they, Viviana and Pepper pre- pretending like they were crying for every little thing. I'm like, come on, you didn't cry for that. Right. We there were a lot of Kleenex pulled out, and I just feel like we laced, we uh, wasted several. Right, definitely. You could have gone through that whole decision day on one Kleenex. <laughs> right. <laughs> At the very, very maximum. <laughs> um, so anyway, let's go on to Steve and Noy, because honestly, after they said yes to each other, I uh, fast forwarded right through Katina and Elijah. There was nothing that I needed mm-hmm. to see from there. Mm-hmm. Um so Noi starts to cry when she talks about how Steve makes her feel safe to express her emotions. And I'm like, does he? Because you stay going on Instagram stories talking about how he's not good enough for you. And then you act right. like don't know what he's talking about, but okay. <laughs> she talks about him. So she talks shit about him to her friends and on Instagram and right. claims that she's not talking about him. Right. But then but you when you're in his face, he's, you're saying something different, and yesterday you said something different. I honestly thought she I don't get it. I don't understand her. I don't get their relationship and at I all. I love Steve. So it's just like, he can't do any wrong for me. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mm, okay. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you do? Steve is cool. Woman. I No, I think Steve is a cool person. I think I would hang out with him. And I think we could like do a little dance routine together, but I also feel like he talks a lot about how she just needs to trust him. But when it comes time to like offering reasons as to why he should be trusted, it's just like, oh, uh, like all these answers are not sufficient for me. So I can understand why she keeps being like, I don't feel comfortable in your future because the excuses that you're giving me are not good. (laughs) Like, I don't feel like he ever helped himself when they were talking about their finances. And he's just like, I needed to trust me. I need you to trust me. But when they even had a conversation, he he would just be like, well, I'm just working off vibes here. So that's it. And to me, I'm like, okay, I understand why she doesn't feel comfortable. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm cool with him. (laughs) (laughs) um so they get into it about like the dividing up of the household tasks so there's still not a thing has been solved or rectified (laughs) still having the exact same fights um and still even on the decision day couch they're still like haven't made a decision on whether or not it's fair for him to do more of the household chores when he doesn't have a job. He still thinks that she should be doing a full-time job and also contributing 50, 50 to the household chores. What do you think about that? I, I, okay. So she thinks he should be doing pretty much everything and he thinks that she should be doing something. And so I agree with him. She should be doing 50, 50. And she said, no, sir, I have a job. Well, you can't do nothing, though, either. That is true. But she also said that she has an issue with the fact that he seems to think that these things are very transactional, whereas she would like to just do something mm-hmm. without him keeping score. Yeah, he he does tend to do that. But I think he's just like, she, you can't do nothing though. Just because you work from home and he, he doesn't have a job doesn't mean that you don't do anything. No, you, I agree. You still have to clean up after yourself and do, you know, help out here and there. It doesn't have to be 50-50, but I think he's just trying to point out like, okay, but that doesn't mean you don't, that doesn't mean you do nothing. No, I, I fully agree. So maybe that's his way of saying, you know, hey, here's you didn't do this and that you could have stepped in here. You could have stepped in there. Maybe it wasn't the best way to say it, but I don't think that she should do nothing. And she's, that's, but I don't think she thinks that either. I think she thinks that he expects her to do half and have a job. And he just does half and doesn't have a job. And he just works on his vibes. (laughs) You keep saying vibes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think they'll be fine. I think, I think she probably could do a little bit more. Um, but I also think she's right. Like, 
you if you're gonna sit there and like be like I did this you need you did that um you're never gonna be happy mm-hmm. you know like if you're nitpicking mm-hmm. you're always gonna come up short yeah and yeah. with your relationship like you have to realize that it's there's never a time where it's gonna be 50 50 like somebody's always going to be giving more whether it's emotional or doing the household chores mm-hmm. or being supportive or mm-hmm. something like it's never going to, you're never going to get that 50 50. So you need to make peace with that. Steve. Well, he, at any given point in time, you're right. It's not going to be 50 50. Um, but obviously he said that for a reason, because I think <clears throat> when you, when you date someone or you're married to someone who is retired or in his case, you know, in between jobs, but financially stable, um, you have a tendency to think that they're doing nothing. And <laughs> it's like, you're frustrated because you're working and right. you're like, okay, why did I have to go, you know, pick up this from the store? You could have been doing that, you know, yeah. but it's like everything that they do is everything that they don't do. It's like, you could have done that. You could have done that. You know, I, I had, you have to get out of that. Cause I've done that. Be- I had that feeling before, mm-hmm. but I mean, mine was retirement, not um, in between jobs, but I think that you have to get yourself out of that mindset. They mm-hmm. have their self in that position for a reason. It's not their fault that you're not stable enough to be in between jobs and do- figure out what you want to do not their fault that you're retired, but that doesn't mean that you don't contribute to the household. And I think she might be on the beginning of that, whereas like me, like they're sleeping in the bed, not getting up till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12, you know, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. I worked half my day. You could have been doing such and such and such and such. You have to get <laughs> out of that. You have to get out of that mode. And <laughs> once you get out of that mode, then you, you'll, it'll be fine. Yeah, he does. He deserves his break. He saved up for his break. If he wasn't financially stable, which I don't think is the case, if if he put himself in this position to be in this position, it's not so that he can carry the load of the household a hundred percent. He's here because he needs a break. Just but like- I also think that like he could have worded it that way and he had a lot of opportunities to say that but he didn't i don't yeah. feel like i ever heard him say like i need a break i think he just said like i uh you know got let go from my job and then i decided to take a tour of florida for whatever reason and here i am and you know that you think he would have received that though um i do I think that they keep talking around something and never really getting to the brass tacks of it all. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I'm very confused about their relationship as a whole because I do see that they have some sort of chemistry, but I don't understand. Like, I feel like a lot of things happen off camera and they talk about things and I'm like, I'm not seeing any of this really. Like they keep talking about like, all of the very difficult things that they have to work through. And even though I think this situation is frustrating, mm-hmm. again, we can have one good conversation and that would be over. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think they'll be okay once she gets past that because it is when you first start dating someone or, or being in a relationship with someone and they're not working, but they also don't have to, it is like, 
frustrating. <laughs> you see him laying in the bed, stretching, and you're like, oh, really? Right. <laughs> but I don't think she has that assurance that he doesn't have to. Oh. Apparently he doesn't, because he, you know, we'll talk about that later. Right. He seems to be okay to me. He seems to be. He seems to be. Um. So, I mean, that was basically it. Um. They both said yes to each other. Steve says that he has the feeling that, like, she doesn't really understand or believe in what he's capable of. But again, just have one conversation and this all could be over for all of us. And um, this is where I'm like, okay, Pastor Cal, I had to roll my eyes. It's like, you know what? I felt the connection to you, Steve, because, you know, when I met my lady, I was also in between jobs. And it's like, I can hear this, like, how your wife, whatever double double toil and trouble led to this relation like i don't want to hear about the his relationship with i don't because it's giving she had to sacrifice a lot you know we talked about that um that pastor who uh proposed to his uh girlfriend after how many decades of them being together mm-hmm. and proposed with the cracker jack box yeah that's what Pastor Cal's relationship is giving, and so I don't oh, need to. No. Hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he you did say he was in between jobs, but he had a lot of stuff going on. Right, and he's like, you know, I see that you have the potential to go off into the stratosphere, and I'm like, okay, okay. I, you know, I don't need to see like Pastor Cal living his fuckboy potential out on other people. I just don't care. So, um, yeah, they said yes even though they both admitted to having severe trust issues with each other. So congrats. Right. <laughs> she used the word trust issues. And I'm like, hmm, okay. See, and this is the stuff. These are the things that they say where I'm like, what is it? What's going on? Yeah, that's true. Because not keeping up with your share of the housework is not trust. Maybe she's yeah. talking about financial financially because she kept saying how she grew up in this poor environment and she doesn't want to go back there um she just wants to make sure that they have enough money so that she doesn't ever have to do feel like that again maybe that's Mm -hmm. the kind of trust she's talking about yeah Mm -hmm. i guess we'll see um so moving on to the sharks mac and Lindsay. um Lindsay was dressed like she was going to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I'm not sure why. She came in a full-length ball gown. <laughs> and she had her hair in that flip. Yeah. Nobody does that flip. No Looked like Eleanor Roosevelt. Like, yeah. what was she doing? <laughs> Nobody does the flip anymore. It's like someone was like, oh, we can flip. She said, can you do something to my hair? And they were like, oh, we can do a flip because you don't really have much hair. And she was that like, was perfect. Like- that was like the white girl equivalent of bumping the ends, you know? <laughs> right. I, I used to wear my hair like that in the um, early 2000s. Right. She needs a full makeover. I've been so frustrated with Lindsay because she keeps talking it or like dropping hints that she has a good job and makes good money. And I remember she flipped out over Mark because he put a couple of items of clothing into the dryer. She was like, you just ruined $250 of clothing. And yet every look we get her is like a peach coral top that looks just like her skin or some sort of maxi dress paired with like a maxi dress. 
a maxi dress with with a like a sweater that you would wear to the gym like like those zip up hoodies like why is she always (laughs) you're in a ball gown with a zip up hoodie that you got from your old baseball your old softball team um her fashion's not giving i'm so sick of those blue earrings you know the ones that i'm talking about so it's where these blue drop earrings that have like Mm-hmm. I don't know what shape they are. I hate them. I need her to have a whole haul. Put all her clothes at the dryer mark. Let's just start fresh. <laughs> Sick her. Acting like her clothes are all precious. Right. Girl, you went to Ann Taylor Loft one time. Right. <laughs> she seems like one of those people who saw the article about how you should like spend more on like high quality clothing you know what i mean just like have a few pieces rather than getting a bunch of fast fashion but again her looks are just not giving <laughs> no it's it's definitely there's nothing that she's been she's worn that i've been like oh that's cute not a single thing she needs to find the right colors for her because she's doing it all wrong and she needs to figure out something else with her hair i think she needs to figure out like not everybody has to be blonde okay blonde is not for everybody I think her hair is very thin and I think the blonde makes it look thinner. And oh. she's also got like a differently shaped head, which <laughs> with thin hair. <laughs> I've been saving this up all season. Cause every time I look, I'm like, girl, you keep talking about how like you're this, that, and the third, and I'm just not seeing it. <laughs> you I'm break it down to the- head to toe. Uh, listen, I'm here to help. I'm My here to- only thing is her, uh, um, her lashes are just too thick. And the lashes, dreadful. She's she she's still not worse than Mirla though. Mirla's was bad. <laughs> Mirla has the worst eyelashes I've ever seen in my life. She's paying Mirla's- dollars for that. <laughs> Hers didn't make sense because she never wore makeup. Yeah. And it just didn't make sense why she had these three feet long lashes, not even a BB cream on her face, not even a tinted moisturizer. Yeah, her lashes were horrible. It was just a lot of looks. And then just being like, well, I'm not going to do anything else. (laughs) It just didn't make sense. Literally, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, But yeah, so... She looks like, like I said, going to a, a like an, some sort of Republican um, uh, ball. I don't know, something where Tucker Carlson would have hosted. Um, oh, no, not Republican. <laughs> <laughs> and I know she's not a Republican. She just looked Republican. Um, so, you know, they asked Mark how he's been feeling lately. And he's like, you know what? Actually, things have been a lot better because Lindsay's letting me eat what I want and not forcing uh, sushi down my trachea. And now I'm getting to eat pizza. And so I'm happy. (laughs) I also liked how the montage of him, like talking about the issues that he had with Lindsay, was just him being like, stop, 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 stop poking me, please, in the bed. I need you to stop, like, digging your little fingers into my the side of my stomach. Like, please stop. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I, I would have divorced her just on that. I don't like people touching me like that. Yeah. Petting him. Too much. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a multitude of reasons why he should have left her. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what were your initial thoughts on them? I I thought she was way over the top, um, and I didn't think he was going to be able to keep up with her, and he can't. <laughs> so. He again was like, she thought she 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 drags him so bad, like. She does. I post pictures to get likes. Right. This was, it came, her little speech like was so out of left field. And she was talking about all this stuff that we had never heard before. And how, first of all, she's talking about how like I was prepared. Well, cause they bring up how she, they did like a fertility test. Right. Mm-hmm. And talking about how, you know, she's at a, a certain age in her life where like that needs to be a conversation and she's also adventurous and how she is just going to be the kind of person who puts her baby in a baby Bjorn and jets off to Africa or whatever. And how she doesn't think, you know, she's like, you know, there are people who want the picket fence and the quiet life. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what Mark wants. So it starts off like all sweet about their future. And then she's like, actually, I think he's a flop bitch and he doesn't want to do anything he's obsessed with social media he sits there and looks at his phone instead of uh life and the universe and he's posting selfies and screenshots and i think that social media is so damaging and you know he's like basically stuck on his phone and i don't think we had really heard that stuff like we'd heard her complain about how he gives to everybody except for Mm -hmm. her but we didn't hear about the social media stuff Oh, he, she said it before. She's like, you got to stay off your phone. You got to stay off your phone. That's true. She has said that. But she never said you're on your phone searching for likes and looking for attention until yesterday. And it's like, well, maybe you should look into that, girl. Yeah, I don't. She's, she dragged him so many times. So many times. And I thought it was so... She really had a lot of nerve to be like, you know, you... Um, have been talking about me on social media and reaching out and saying these things about me and I have the receipts and you need to know that if uh, it goes out on the internet that like I'm always going to find out and I'm thinking right. of all the times where Mark is going to have to watch sit there and watch this season over her behind closed doors telling producers that his dick doesn't work right. that he smells that he doesn't know how to make her come that he's whack that he's a loser he that yeah. he would never like he can't even touch the hem of her and Taylor Loft maxi dress like okay girl that, that's him multiple times and I'm like um wow he really said yes to that right <laughs> Right. That man has severe mommy issues. She belittled him many, many times as a man. Mm-hmm. In front of America, not just your own household. Yeah. And I don't think Yeah, I, I don't get it. She she really was disrespectful to him so many times. And he's saying okay. She was there for me, and I can't see myself without her. I'm a better man. What? Right. <laughs> he said he was a better. Did he? Isn't he the one that said he was a better man? Yep. He said that. She, I feel like Lindsay's pushed me more than any other person in a relationship that I've been with. In 
which is like obvious but then he's like i think she made me grow more and yeah i think he said i'm a better man what way has he grown (laughs) i have no idea you don't have a job (laughs) (laughs) you don't really have your own place to stay i don't know where the i I guess he got that house from his grandma um you don't do anything you're not cultured in as far as food she called you a chicken finger man and you're saying that she has elevated you right to what this is to one what? of the worst times of your life <laughs> in every possible way um yeah i i don't know what he was talking about but they both said yes <laughs> okay I don't know why she wants to marry him when she dogged him so many times. I don't either. Why you want to marry? Why you want to stay married to somebody that doesn't can't do anything for you? Not a thing. She keeps acting like she used to date these like big balling right. finance dudes, and she's just used. She's accustomed to a certain kind of lifestyle, and that he just doesn't cut it because he's like Wonder Bread. Good luck. And she's used to focaccia. So, I'm sure if things don't work out, your your inbox will be blowing up, right? Who, Mark? No, Lindsay's. Oh, yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm saying that facetiously. Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. Um, she's they're they're wild. She pulls out a yes button because he got her and she got him a no button. Yeah. Um as their wedding gift because she's like oh i'm gonna need to somebody to say no to me so, okay it's supposed to be a cute moment ain't shit cute about this relationship so let's move on um the couples all move out of their apartments and we kind of figure out what's going on so we find out that noi is actually going to move into steve's apartment but that jasmina and michael have decided not to move in immediately and michael says that he feels like it's best that they don't put like a timeline on that because it puts too much pressure so he's just going to take things day by day mm-hmm. did that surprise you no <clears throat> yeah i'm this season is unfortunately we shouldn't have we should be surprised by everything but not surprised by nothing at the same time <laughs> <laughs> true very true um yeah i mean that was it there was a flashback of mark on decision day giving Lindsay the keys to his grandma's house and they're going to be moving in and renovating and i'm sure that's a disaster with what money my girl (laughs) i can't wait to see what they did because she didn't like anything about it I mean, she was delusional about it, too, talking about just give me $500. I'll pull up all this carpeting and get new flooring and new cabinets and all this stuff. I'm like, girl, you're going to need like $500 for a cabinet in the kitchen. But OK. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, this is just going to it's a recipe for disaster. There's no other way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then all the couples get together for drinks, talk about what their decisions were. Yada, yada, yada. Chris and Alyssa show up from episodes one through four. (laughs) And, um, you know, Alyssa's in full glam. Chris looks like he lost weight. He looks lighter. Huh? You think so? Yeah, I think he lost a little bit of weight. Maybe 10 pounds. 
Hmm. Yeah, it looked a little a little slimmer. Um, <laughs> Jasmina and Michael are making jokes about how um, Alyssa was dressed uh, like she was going to her ex husband's funeral, <laughs> right? <laughs> and now she showed up late so she could make a, a a lasting impression. And so they asked them like, "What's been going on with them?" And Alyssa's like, "Oh, you know, like I've had a really good summer, really good times, whatever." And Chris is like, "And I've had an even better one, not right. having to, uh, saddled up with her, and right. I had and all dating. the pressure of this whack relationship, and I'm dating." So. And she just had to sit there and, and push her hair behind her ear. She couldn't say shit. Awful. Awful. You see, she um, gave everybody a hug. She skipped right over him. Like, she's, I just, oh, she's terrible. She's whack. I did think it was funny where Lindsay was like, yeah, I mean, Chris is obviously thriving. Clearly, he's saw, seen how much he's worth. And... Mm-hmm. You know, he's being rewarded for it. And the producer's like, okay. And what do you think about Alyssa's progress? She's like, I honestly, I don't give a fuck. Right. Um, well, I don't think she's been in them DMs, which, which I guess maybe come out next week. That's right, with Mark. Um, so, yeah, she's like, I don't think I've, I haven't seen any progression from her. So, I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to say anything about her. Um, then uh, Katina and Elijah Wan reveal that they've had sex. And he, he, after decision day, they, they sat in the bed and talked about their hopes and dreams or whatever. And it turned into sex. And she's like, yeah, it was worth the wait. I doubt that. But, um, yeah, that was about it. Oh, and then Steve says to everybody that there was a tradition between he and Noi to give each other ring pops. And, excuse me. He just wanted to give her one last one. So he does. And then he's like, I actually want to give you a second ring. And he pulls out that uh, free one that he had to do the commercial for a couple episodes back. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he also flashed that brand. James name. Allen. Yep. Yeah. Get a he tight shot on the box. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and she balls. She is like bro- broken down, boo-hoo-hooing into tears. And um, I just wondered, like, how did everybody else feel knowing that he was the one who got the free ring and they had to sit there and watch them have this romantic moment? Well, <laughs> you know? I know. I, I watched Lindsay. Lindsay was pissed. Oh, really? I think everybody else was generally happy. I think Lindsay was like, I wish that would have been me. I, I, I could definitely see that because she certainly fancies herself as the main character and she is not. Yeah, I, I saw her face. She was like, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch. I wish that would have been me. Right. Um, but the other people, I feel, were, were happy. Mm. Other than uh, the I'm such a nice person girl. Oh, Alyssa. <laughs> yeah, Alyssa. I don't think she cared. I don't think she cares about anything. Anybody or anybody. Um, so what are, what were your thoughts overall about the season? Did you like it? Are you over the show? What are you thinking? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. You know what? I'm not gonna... This, this, was, this was definitely the worst season for me. Mm-hmm. Last year was... Last season was second worst. Um, but this season, I think the last two seasons just have not been good. And the only thing that can make it better is if we see some improvement next week. And so what would you want to see out of the reunion? Um, some people, well, like maybe Jasmina and Mike moving together because they're not they didn't even live together at the end of the show Mm -hmm. um living together happy at least being intimate in a you know maybe not sexually but you know flirty way um kissing something that would be that would be good if um elijah one is broken down a tad or two and they're still married Mm -hmm. um if mock and Lindsay still live together, which I I bet they probably do because she's abusive. <laughs> she probably told me she can't go nowhere. And I guess if um, my my boy Steve and Noe are still living together and still married, but. There was something that he said at the very end. I didn't understand what he said, but it was like he asked him, "Are you still happily married?" And he responded in some way. Did you hear what he said? Uh-uh. And and Kevin was like, mm, "Okay." Oh yeah, no, I didn't hear what it was that he said, but it was a little bit shady, and and she looked upset. But you never know with these trailers if they're were being faked out or not. Yeah, right. You never know. But I think that um yeah, I think I think that's the only thing that could save it is if they're actually still if any of them are actually still married. And and you Jeff, think you know, that any of them might will. have to be living together at this point. Mm. So do you think do you think who should be saying no? When we get to the reunion, who would you be like, okay, I'm, we're better off that you guys were not together. Mark, <laughs> but I don't think mm-hmm. he will. Um, and Katina, but I don't think she will either. I really don't. I think, yeah. you know, you remember when we were talking about San Diego and we thought San Diego was the next one. And then they pushed out this Boston season. We're like, wait a minute. We didn't even know you were in Boston. Mm, you remember mm-hmm. that? I'm yep. thinking that the reason why they did that is because last season was so bad and so um, horrendous and not not successful. 
that they were like, oh, we had everybody get state. So this is a success. Everybody mm. said yes. So let's push this out there because um, I think that these people actually probably stayed together. <sighs> Only time will they tell. Had to, they had to do something because last year, last season was 0 for 5. So <laughs> it was. It, so if this season everybody said yes, so it's partially a success, but next week will tell you if they're really still together. Outside right. of Alyssa and the other guy, you know. I don't even count was, them because y'all I don't, don't even, I don't even count them either because they weren't even part of it. Part of the most right. But if the four people are still married, then that would be why they did this because they had to change that narrative from last season. Mm. Like, we're actually successful at this. Even if three yeah. of them stay, stay together, that would be a success. Even two. Because right. I think, right, like, I think they had an issue with they kept churning out these seasons so quickly and filming them as before the other ones ended that they didn't have a time to really gauge the audience response and correct, course correct. Yeah, so I think that's why they pushed out this this um, this season because they had all yeses, and out of the four, at least two of them are probably still going to be married, if not more. Yeah. So I think people really were like, okay, where is where are the experts, and what are the experts seeing that we're not? Because I feel like everybody saw Chris in Atlanta. The first five minutes of us being of him being on television, we're like, "Why is he here?" Right, exactly. That, <laughs> so, that's why I think this Boston season came out of nowhere. Mm. Well, that's very interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if your theory proves true. Yeah, I think that a lot of it's the couple that probably still together. What would you? What would you like to see be improved or changed on the show that would make you more willing to watch in that future season? I do think they need to go back to more um, counseling. Mm-hmm. Because they, they started doing more events and these goofy, let's play volleyball, let's play dodgeball stuff. Yep. That's not really... Yeah, I do think it helps to to communicate with the people that are in the same situation as you because other people can't understand. I get that. But I feel like the forced events are not helpful to the relationships. I think they need to go back to having more um, the girls getting together, the guys getting together, talking, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and more counseling in the home or wherever they meet. I think they need to go back to that because this dodgeball volleyball stuff is corny <laughs> i agree so that's what i would like to see remember yeah. when the guys used to get together and they talk amongst themselves and the girls used to go do this and they didn't yeah. really do that i don't feel not really and i think it does make for better television because oftentimes there would be like one or two really good couples and then the ones who were in the bad couples would be like mm-hmm. damn and then they'd come home and make some drama and i love that yeah, right. They would come <laughs> home and spill all the all the beans. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah. I need to go back to that. 
Yeah, I agree. So we'll see. And I don't know what happened to the San Diego season because it just, like, I heard about it and then all of a sudden Boston came out and I was like, whoa, what happened to San Diego? Right. That's actually a great question. Um, let me see if I can find anything. Um, sorry, y'all. New York is happening. Um, so, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm really annoyed I'm I'm really hoping that we have more of a break between seasons. Um, and yeah, you're right. It says, I'm looking at a bunch of articles that are saying that uh, they, I guess, filmed at the end of 2021 uh-huh. for San Diego. Yep. So it's going to yeah. be coming up. Probably they're going to talk about it towards the end of this, you know, at the end of the next se- next show, next episode. Yeah, that's what I figured. I yeah. So they said that okay. The, I guess they were filming between January twenty eighth and February sixth. Huh. Hmm. Okay, so they had interviews in November, and then it looks like they started maybe of January. So maybe this wasn't like a scrapped season. Maybe they just pushed it back. I don't know. I but yeah. I never heard them talk about Boston. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, now I'm seeing they did announce season 14 would be Boston and then 15 would be San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, I I need like at least three to four months before we start <laughs> the season. Because this is wild. Yeah. It would be nice. Don't yeah. They they definitely don't need to start anything until for a while. Yeah, it's too much. Too much. Yeah. Oh, all right, Cub. Well, thank you for recording with me. You're welcome. You definitely, like I said, I, I'm truly shocked that we got over an hour <laughs> of content. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. I love you guys. Bye, bye, Cubby. Bye.